going on guys nick um from dip back with difficult conversations um sorry it took so long between this episode and the last i've been really busy this week you know a lot of good stuff going on um real exciting stuff so pray for me i'm out here just trying to live just trying to make it so you know whatever um yeah so today we uh i I'm talking about, you know, the whole Jesus Miro and, you know, Envy thing on The Breakfast Club. It's, it's a lot to talk about there. Um, you know, really preaching to y'all. And then next segment is going to be amateurism in the NCAA and why I think it's complete bullshit and why college athletes need to be getting paid. Um so that yeah, that's what's up for today, guys. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. And my my podcast is now on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. I think you gotta check that out. We gotta you know next coming days. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that, but it's on a ton of different platforms. Um, you know, so go out there listen to it. I thank y'all for the love and the. And the continue support um got receiving good feedback lately but i mean i'm open to all feedback i'm gonna even if it's bad stuff just let me know and i mean like i'm i'm new to this thing so i, I want to get this right um you know hopefully in the coming month or so months i can get like a legitimate mic and have some like real good sound quality and stuff i'm just trying to figure out what i should do whatever um but yeah that's all i got for intro um hope y'all enjoy this episode and um thank you guys again okay so man Jesus miro breakfast club all right so i'm assuming most of y'all have seen the video um if not the full interview at least like clips of it um but let me give y'all a little rundown what happened. So, apparently, so it started when um, that whole, you know, scandal with DJ Envy came out. He was cheating on his wife. You know, he he likes dildos up his butt. I mean, like, whatever. I mean, hey, if you like that sort of thing, like, that's you, bro. Like, if it makes you happy, be happy, bro. You know, whatever. Who am I to judge? You know what I'm saying? But um, he cheated on his wife, apparently. Um, so he was on some sort of TV show with his wife, you know, saying, talk about the whole situation. Um, his wife was like, yeah, I was getting ready for a divorce and like, I was trying to prepare my kids and blah, blah. And, you know, Envy was like, you know, he said something like, um, in the streets, I'm Rashawn, but uh, no, what do you say? Like, at home, I'm Rashawn, in the streets, I'm DJ Envy. And like, she didn't know DJ Envy. And I was, you know, you know, typical, you know, dude trying to cover up his cheating ways type thing, you know, um. So, Deezus and Miro, you know, they're just, the two guys who just, two comedians who just, you know, comment on shit. And it's funny. You know what I mean, I watch their show a lot. I mean, it's honestly comedy. Like, it's really good. Like, if, if anyone hasn't watched their show, definitely check that shit out. Like, it's, it's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're just clowning the whole situation. And um, Deezus makes a comment saying well okay so Miro makes a comment like um 
oh, how you gonna prep your kids for something like that? And then Jesus makes a comment and says, um, um, oh, you knew that DJ MV checked though, and then he's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So it was, it was like a little, like it was just a little, like blurred. You know what I mean, it was, it was really nothing. Like I'm, I'm, like it was nothing. You know what I mean? It's, I don't think it was, but whatever. So fast forward, Breakfast Club, Jesus and Mira are on there, right? Um, they're interviewing. DJ Envy starts off the show by saying, you know, two two guests we got here, dickhead and pussy. I'm just like. Man, it's gonna be one of those. Like, come on now. Like, come on, Envy. And you think about Envy. Envy stayed taken out. So, you know what I mean? So, like, he, he started this off in and out. You know what I mean? Like, it's if, you, if you're gonna clown them, at least come up with some better nicknames and dickhead and pussy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, B. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Totally talking, chatting it up. And DJ Envy, you know, starts off as like, um, you owe an apology to my wife. Keep in mind, like, me personally, I don't think what DJ said was that offensive. Honestly, like, I've heard comedians say worse about other people. Um, like, I really don't think that was that big. Me personally, I mean, and I understand that some people, like, are just, like, real defensive about their families and, like, whatever. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Um, but, like, I, di- I didn't find that offensive. Like, if I was in that situation, I would have been, like, like, you know, it's just comedy. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And it's, like, you, and, and it's, like, you put yourself out there. It's not, like, it, it, it's, it's, like, it's one thing if it's, like, a... It's it's a private situation. Like it wasn't it wasn't put out there. Like it was like just leaked and whatever. But I mean, I mean, every his wife are on TV talking about this shit. You know what I mean? So I like I feel like at that point, like whatever is fair game. But that's just me. So anyway, yeah. So Envy's pressing them for an apology. Envy's real tight. You know what I mean? Charlamagne is like, what the hell's going on? Angela Angela Yee is like, oh shit. Like you know what I mean? Like. Come on now. So Jesus is like, what did I say? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I and and like I truly believe that. Like, he honestly didn't know what he said because like he has so many clips and so much material, so much content that like he wouldn't remember. Like, you know what I mean? And that and that the type of thing that he said was it wasn't like a punch. It was it was something passing that he said. He said it in passing. I mean, it was so it wasn't you know a big deal to him. Let me play the clip. You know, Jesus and Mero, like. Um, like, you serious? Like, you know what I mean? Come on now. And Envy, Envy's flipping. Envy's like, yo, like, that's disrespectful, blah, blah. Um, and he's like, yeah, same thing. Like, you need to apologize, you need to apologize. And, and the funny thing, too, is even after all that, all that pressing, Jesus and Mero still apologize. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry we offended you. We will never make a joke about you or your family ever again. Like, we, now we know that's off limits and blah, blah, blah. I mean, and Envy, after he gets his apology, right, instead of just continuing the interview like a grown-ass man should do, he gets up and walks out, right? How the hell, right, as a grown man, right, Envy's got to, I don't know how old Envy, but he got to be at least like in his 40s, you know what I mean? He looks like he's somewhere in his 40s. 
How the hell are you going to ask dude, ask another grown man for an apology, right? You get the apology. And your response is to get up and walk out. Like, what were you looking for? You know what I mean? Like, you got what you asked for. Like, you wanted the apology. You got it. And you're still upset. Like, why? You know what I mean? And and maybe there's other factors in it. Maybe, like, his wife was pressing him the whole time. Like, you know, maybe, like, he was getting, maybe he was getting pressure from other people. Like, yo, you need to check them. You need to check them, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, first and foremost, right? If that was me, I'm not pressing dudes, you know what I mean, while I'm on air. You feel me? Because that just looks stupid. Like, you, know, you, you know you know, in, in 2018 you're going to get caught for that. No matter what. I'm not pressing dudes on air. If I got a problem, right, if I, was, if I was envy and I had a problem with what they said about my wife or my kids or whoever, you know what I mean? What I would have done was prior to the interview, I would have pulled him aside, right? And said, hey guys, um, I heard what you said about my wife. I didn't appreciate what you said. I thought it was disrespectful. And I think you owe me and my family an apology. And the grown men that this and Miro, I mean, especially Miro, Miro understand, Miro is married with four kids. You feel me? So, like, he gets it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a, he's a grown-ass man. Like, he's married with four children. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they would have apologized. Like, you know what I'm saying? And everything would have been squashed right then and there. Because, like, you, first of all, you can't really get mad at them because, like, they never had this conversation with Envy, right? So they didn't know what was off-limits and what wasn't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they had no idea. You know, and as a comedian, you know, you think everything is with is everything is fair game. You know what I'm saying? As, as long as as long as you're not directly calling out a family member, which I don't think that they did. You know what I'm saying? I think it was like because she was on TV with him. Like, you know, it's one thing if like it's one thing if like he it was like just him on TV and she was like in the background or she or she wasn't like around or whatever. She was home. But they were both on sta- on set together. You know what I'm saying? In front of a camera. You know what I'm saying? So, I, like, personally, I think she's fair game, too. But, again, that's just me. Um, so, yeah. Like, like just, just and, and, like, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Again, I get it. But it's, like, it's just the way you handle it. I mean, it's the execution of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Envy could have handled that so much better. You know what I'm saying? He, look, he looked... He looked worse than Birdman because it's one thing if like you're being interviewed, right, and like you're there to make a point and like or like you don't like the questions that are being asked of you, and you just get up and walk out because you're uncomfortable. That I that that I I understand. You know what I mean? But you are conducting the interview, Envy. You know what I'm saying? This is your show. You know what I'm saying? Like this is your thing that like you are interviewing them how you going how you going to walk out of your own interview <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like Charlemagne says something profound Charlemagne said like why did he agree to do the interview in the first place like you know what I mean? like um 
like why like why would he do that <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like, like he clearly knew he was gonna walk out you know what i mean and i don't know maybe maybe there were maybe he was upset because you know Jesus and Mary were still making light of the situation but again it's it's comedy like they're they're comedians you know what I'm saying and you're on radio doing this like looking stupid you know what I'm saying what are they supposed to do you know what I'm saying you want them to press you back you know what I'm saying because I mean, that that very well could have happened and that would have been ugly for everybody everyone would have looked dumb you know what I'm saying everybody I just don't know what Envy wanted you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, like, what, like, what do what what do you want them to do? Go back in time and stop themselves from saying that stuff? Like, dude, like they can't do that. All they can do is apologize and not do it again in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did not know that was off limits. You know what I mean? They didn't know that was a hot button for Envy. They didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And and Miro went on to say, you know, um, you know, he's, he's like he's like, yeah, like I'm I'm married with four kids, like and and I've had, you know, someone call my wife a bitch before in front of me. And paraphrasing, but shit popped off after that. Like you know what I mean? Um So he's like that like I get it, like, you know what I'm saying? But like he, Again, he was like, I didn't call her her name. I, I don't feel like I insulted her in any way. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it it goes back to a, 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 a value that I hold, right? That when you offend somebody, right, whether you thought what you said was offensive or not doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, like, the intent matters. Like, it matters that if you said something that was offensive, but you didn't intend to offend that person, like, that's when it's like, okay, I'll give you a pass. You know what I mean? But in the future, you know that this, you saying this offends me. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when you offend somebody, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter whether you think you said something offensive or not, because at the end of the day, you still offended them. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's like someone shooting you in the foot and telling you, oh, you're fine. You'll be okay. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I got shot in the foot. What do you mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? What do you mean I'm going to be okay? You know what I mean? Um... So at, at, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I think Jesus and Mira handled, handled it well. Um, you know, I, I didn't watch the reaction that they had on their show, which I, I will watch um, probably tomorrow. <laughs> but it's just crazy, man. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm 22, right? And, and I know that MB looked dumb as hell. Like... And I have a lot of growing to do, too. Like, I'm not the perfect person. I'm not, you know, this wise, mature, you know, um, all-knowing being. You know what I'm saying? But even me at 22 is like, yo, that's that's some immature shit that Envy just pulled. And, like, Jesus and Mero handled it well. It, it, the only way Jesus and Mero couldn't, couldn't have handled it well is if they were getting back at Envy. Like, oh, fuck you. Like, what the fuck you talking about? Like, blah, 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 blah. But not. Nah. You know 
like men, like the men of the are, they said, yo, we're sorry. <laughs> like, we're, we apologize. I don't know how many times we can say that. Like, we apologize. Like, we will never make a joke about you and your family again. We did not know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are we cool? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, all that was was just classic miscommunication. Envy miscommunicated by not communicating. And Dia Samiro miscommunicated by, I guess, not running this by Envy first. But I feel like, again, I feel like they didn't have to. You know what I mean? I feel like they didn't have, and, 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 and I was saying this to, to, this end of the day, it's like envy. Like how many apologies is Charlemagne owe people? Like Charlemagne literally sat up on a breakfast club and made little mama cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many apologies is Charlemagne owe people? And you haven't been on Charlemagne about that. Like, I, I'm willing to bet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be hypocritical about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, it's comedy. You know what I mean? Like. They didn't mean to have spite. They don't hate you, Envy. They st- at moments, but they still don't hate you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they probably like you as a as a guy. They're, 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 he's a good guy. But, you know, you just handle this shit immaturely. You know what I mean? It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, people got moments of weakness, and people have hot buttons, and people, you know, have their vulnerabilities, and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, to each his own. But, like, I just hope in the future, right? Envy. You might never listen to this, but if you do, um, just be more control your emotions, man. Keep your emotions in check, especially at the workplace. Like you're on the job, bro. Like you, you, you gotta be professional as much as you can be in entertainment and on the radio. You gotta be professional, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like what you did was highly unprofessional. You brought some personal shit into the workplace. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when you could just handle that like a man. Talk to them both. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just aside privately before or after the interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can be done, bro. Like, I, I, I hearken this back to um, ESPN. I mean, if anyone ever watched Mike, Mike and Mike in the morning, towards the end of that run, um, Golik and Greenberg hated each other. They did, like, literally, like, they, they talked on set. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they did their thing on set professionally. Then after set, they would go to separate ways and never speak to each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you if you even look, if you even watch the last couple episodes, um, Golik wouldn't even look at Greeny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but again, it's professionalism. You don't bring that to your workplace. You don't like Golik could have easily been like, ah, fuck you, Greenberg. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're you suck. Like, you're you're a piece of shit. But nah, he didn't say that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just did the interviews. Like, he, he provided content. He did his job. Like, you know what I'm saying? And did not bring his personal issues with Greenberg into the mix. You know what I'm saying? Envy, next time, please, if this ever happens to you again, keep it professional, bro. Keep it professional. Don't storm off to do some damn push-ups. You know what I'm saying? Like, you will get clowned. And I mean this. Like, you know what I mean? As as a guy looking out for you because, you know, I, 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 I still got respect for you. It's, it's, even though you be taking L's lately with 
between this and the whole Afro-Latina thing and like your sexual, your, your, you know, your, the way you like to, you know, get down sexually, I still got respect for you, bro. Please just keep it professional. You do that, you'll be okay. Thank you. Next segment. Alright, next segment. This is why college athletes should be paid, right? This is this is a, a big one for me because I was a college athlete at one point. I'll be a D3. Uh, I did dabble in college athletics. I was an NCAA athlete as much as a D3 athlete is one. Man, so the let, let's start with the opposition, right? The, the the opposing argument is that you know they're kids, you know, they're amateurs, and blah, blah blah, like, and they 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 get you know these you know, these full scholarships, these full rides to colleges, and that's enough, and, like, other kids got to pay the way, and blah, 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 like, okay, I hear you. But a lot of people don't understand what goes into being a college athlete, right? Like, again, I was a D3 athlete. Shit was, like, I don't, like, it wasn't, you know, it was, it, it was what it was, you know what I mean? Um, but still, I still put crazy amount of hours into my sport i mean at the d3 level i play football you know what i mean so between film practice meetings games team lunches and dinners um it's safe to say that in an entire week you can literally spend 40 hours just in like something it um, related to your sport, you know, study hall is another one for, you know, a- athletes know that's that study hall is a thing. You know what I mean? This stuff takes up your time, man. It takes up your time. It's a full-time job. Being a college athlete is a full-time job. You know what I'm saying? And that's at the D three level. I mean, imagine at the at the, the Division one level, right? Again, with the meetings and the team lifts and the practices and the dinners and the lunches and the film sessions and study halls. Athletes have no time for themselves. On top of the fact that in, at the D one level, right? You're traveling a lot. You know what I mean? Like, if, if Alabama is playing um, Clemson, that they you gotta they gotta travel. Like, you know what I mean? From like, that, that that's that's a good you know maybe what like eight hundred thousand mile like you know what I mean? Like, it's tough. You know what I mean? Um, and I get the whole like conception of a goal like these athletes they take like bs classes and it's true like i mean a lot of the especially at the, the division one level a lot of athletes take like bs classes just to you know get the credits to get by just so they're, they're academically eligible to play their sport right 
do I necessarily fault them for that? I mean, it, it, it all depends. You know I, mean? I think m most of the athletes who do do that at the division one level are the athletes who know that they're going to be going pro, right? So their philosophy is, why am I going to take, you know, this, um, Like, why am I going to take this intro to philosophy class, right? Um, for for academic rigor, when I'm going to be making millions of dollars in the next one to two years, in, 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 literally the next two years, I'm making millions of dollars. Um, No, you're not. That that doesn't prepare them for what they're going to be doing after college. So, I don't hold that against college athletes, right? Taking BS classes to get by. I don't hold that. I, I hold it against the college athletes who know they're not gonna get. They're not gonna make it to the next level. They're not gonna go pro. You know what I mean? But I feel like most of the college athletes who understand that and know that are responsible enough to to have some academic rigor. Right, but in that right, they still have to show up to practice. They still have to show up to games. They still have to show up to meetings and lifts and film. And it's like, on top of having to take a legitimate, having to take on a legitimate course load, like they have a legitimate curriculum. Like you know what I mean, they're gonna be there for four years, getting the getting a degree. So you're talking about twenty hours in class and then forty hours with your sport. That's 60 hours a week taken up. You're telling me you can't pay a kid for you can't You can't say, you can't at least pay them what you pay like a work-study kid. You know what I mean? Like the minimum wage. On top of the fact that the NCAA is raking in billions, is, is raking millions of dollars. Um, I think last year was the first year that the NCAA has, has made has has hit a billion dollars in revenue. Um, they just rake in dough, man. The NCAA has the money to pay these these athletes, right? They're making the, the, these high level executives in the NCAA are rich because of kids like Trey Young or DeAndre Ayton or Josh Rosen. Or um, Lamar Jackson. Without those players, without those kids, those students, CEOs of the, the CEO of the NCAA isn't making isn't making as much. Like the, the like the the executive director or whatever is not making as much. So literally, they're they're taking these kids likenesses and their names and profiting profiting off of it and not sharing that with the with the with the actual employees quote unquote themselves because at the end of the day you know when you're an ncaa athlete you might as well be an employee of the ncaa you know what i mean like you like you are the meal ticket like you know what i'm saying like you are what people come out to see you're you're the reason why the orange bowl gets packed you're the reason why the rose bowl gets packed you know i mean like You know what I mean? Like, like it's 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 just the truth. And 
And the funny, the, and the funniest part about the whole thing is that we live in a in a capitalist country, right? We 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 live and breathe off of free markets, like you know what I mean, and um, and driving profit. That that's our thing in America. Um, and it's so counterintuitive because the NCAA is the complete opposite of that, right? You would think these capitalists would say, yeah, what, like, like amateurism is stupid. It makes no sense. If you have the talent, if you have a talent that you can profit off of, you should be profiting off of it. Like, why do NCAA athletes have to be amateurs? Like, why? Like, oh, because it eliminates competition between... No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Amateurism does not... Amateurism does not eliminate a lack of competition. It doesn't. That That's complete bull, right? Because even with amateurism in the NCAA today, Alabama recruits, like Alabama football recruits, look a lot different from, I don't know, University of Toledo recruits, you know? And like, it, it, it will always be that way. It will always be that way. I'm, I'm actually willing to bet, right, that amateurism is the reason why there's a lack of parity in college sports. Why, you know, maybe not this year, but why, why like Kentucky is always dominant in basketball, or in Alabama, or uh, or Ohio State is always dominant in football. You know, amateurism is the reason why. Because if you allow players to get paid, right, that influences their decision. Just as much, if not more, as the school they're actually going to, to play the sport. You know what I mean? Because, like, if I have two offers, right? Say I have an offer from LSU to play football. And an offer from, it's like a mid. I have an offer from LSU and I have an offer from Arkansas, Right. LSU is obviously the, the the more prestigious school football wise, right? But say LSU says, you know, we're gonna pay you what's the reason? We're gonna pay you ten thousand dollars a season, right? For every, every season you play, you are going to get a ten thousand dollar check. Arkansas says, we'll give you a $15,000 check. I'm the number one recruit in the country, right? That extra $5,000 can go a long way for me. Right? While I'm in college, like that extra $5,000 will go a long way. I'm not going to be in college forever. I'm going to go pro eventually. So... Money plays a factor into 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 these decisions, 
I'd love to see an experiment where give, like, give, give, us, give a span of five years, right? Where college athletes can get paid. And I guarantee you, you will see smaller market, um, you know, um, less prestigious schools be more competitive. Because now they have leverage, right? They have the leverage. Um, it, it it just makes sense. Like, it just makes sense. I, I, I think amateur, and at the very least, right? If you're not going to pay these kids, let them make money off their names, right? Like, I don't, like, come on, man. Like, if, if you sell, if, if you're, if you make, if, if the NCAA makes a million dollars off of, um, Saquon Barkley jerseys, Saquon Barkley should get a cut of that. <laughs> like, you know, like, I like, he should get a cut of that. Like, it's only right. You know what I mean? Like, like, like imagine, like imagine, um, it's, it's, it's literally slavery. It's li- let me, let me stop. It's slavery in the sense of bondage. I would not, com- like, I would never compare this to actual, you know, the American slave trade, um, because it's nothing, is night and day, but it's slavery in terms of its bondage to an entity that is not giving you, um, not giving you an appropriate compensation for your for your work. You know what I mean, like you, you like you, this thing that is the NCAA would fall apart without the athletes. The athletes make the NCAA. You know, um, like I, again, I think it's just a common sense thing. You know, and the worst part is, it's I don't see it changing anytime soon. Because the NCAA literally has monopoly on college sports. Yeah, there's an NIT, but like they're not, they're, they are nowhere near competing with the NCAA. Um, you know, LeVar Ball says, LeVar Ball is trying to start his whole thing with, um, you know, with, with um, his, 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 league and paying high school players to come out and again like I don't think that's going to ever compete with the NCAA I think that is the major issue right that the NCAA does not feel the need to change their model because there is nothing threatening them right like the NCAA as long as there is no other entity or entities in the college market, the college that the college athletic market that can truly stand up and hurt the NCAA's margins, they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. You know, they they're going to keep doing what they're doing. Man, it's crazy. Like, college kids just get exploited at every turn between, you know, the NCAA and, you know, the college loan system and financial aid 
and you know the unpaid internships, which is another big issue that I have, and I might do a sermon on that another day. Um, it's just ridiculous, dude. Like college college kids are getting screwed over at every turn, you know. Um, and they wonder why, you know, you don't they'll have the occasional Jameis Winston incident where the kid's hungry and he has no money to buy food, so he's got to steal food. Or you, or you, or you wonder why, you know, you have a, a, the, a Todd Gurley incident where you know he's he's caught selling jerseys because, hey, that's his name. He he should have every right to sell those jerseys and and profit off of it. He should have every right to do so. If the NCAA is not gonna give students a cut of those jersey sales, players should have the ability to 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 say, I do not want my jersey being sold. Like I do not want my name on it. Think like and, and this happened before. Look at the NCAA football games. And in the March Madness games. Why were they discontinued? Because college athletes stood up and said, if you are not going to pay us for using our likenesses, we do not want you to use our likenesses in these games. That was a major hit for the NCAA. You know, you know how popular and, and you could, like, there's a good stretch of time where NCAA football was so much better than Madden. Like Madden was just like Madden became so dry and stale. Point like, uh, like literally, I would just I would only play NCAA, literally only. And then in the in the um, what's it called? That road to the Heisman, the 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 road to the Heisman um mode was was phenomenal. You know what I mean? It's one of the greatest um create a character modules in sports video gaming. <sighs> so that's my take. NCAA's gonna start messing around. College college athletes need to be paid. And the NCAA needs some sort of competition in the market. Thank you. And, uh, next segment. Ah, man. Um, thank you guys for listening. Again, difficult conversation. My name is Nick. Um, um, please check it out. Check my podcast out. I'm on Apple. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Music, I'm on Pocket Cast, I think I'm on Overcast. I should I'm gonna check that sometime in the next couple of days. Um You know, it was great talking to you guys again. Um please like share and subscribe. Like I always say, if you want, if you have topics you want me to talk about, um please feel free to let me know. Um, you know, I'm willing to talk about anything and everything. Like I'll do interviews, I'll do conversations, debates, whatever you guys want me to do. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, just let me know. I mean, it's completely digital. You know what I mean, all I, like I said, all I gotta do is just send you a link. Um, so like, I could be in Boston, you can be in Hawaii. We can still make this work. You know what I'm saying? So, no matter where you are in the U.S. or outside or whatever, just 
let me know when you can get this popping. Like, I'm trying to get this, get this, get this, you know, this as big as possible. Um, so yeah. So next, I'll try not to be. I try. I'll try not to have so much time between you know, this episode and next. Again, this week was just like a little busy week for me. Um, but it was a good week, a productive one, um, a real enlightening week. Um, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, so again, thank you. Again, can't say it enough. Um, love you all. Please don't be afraid to have a difficult conversations.